welcome to the discussion for me with your hosts, Brandy and Christian. If you're looking for a podcast where sisterhood is embodied, you are home. Listen, each week we will open the floor and have raw conversations about relevant and unaddressed topics plaguing our communities. You ready, B? Yes, let's get it. Hey, friend. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome hey. back. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, for I yes. was watching the other day because, um, what was I doing? I actually, I was driving home and I was like, oh, let me listen to this. And it popped yeah. up on my Instagram. And it was a red table talk that was about cyberbullying and safety on, while you're online. And I was like, hmm, I think we need to talk about this. No, like most definitely we need to talk about it because this is something that I've noticed too. And, you know, since we're all about educating and empowering, I think a good place to start, especially with the holidays approaching and kids going back to school. There's a lot of information being shared. So this is a great time for us to kind of remind, you know, our peoples. Right. Tread lightly. Be safe out in these streets. Be safe in these streets. And it's actually a reminder for myself, too, because I think some of the things that we'll talk about, I actually had to go through my like online accounts and I said, oh, I'm kind of violating some of this stuff. And I consider myself to be very you know, safe. I right. try to be. Not so. Okay. So when they were talking about, let's, where do you want to start? Okay. When they were talking about just like when you take a picture mm-hmm. and your background information and what's in the background and what do you have on and mm-hmm. what information are you giving up? with that like I started to look and I was like man there's sometimes I take a picture and my whole address is just sitting right there chilling (laughs) yeah like not the whole address (laughs) just the whole of the numbers just chilling in the background like now I have noticed maybe I think I'm more mindful of like what other people post Mm. um but you know I have seen uh, some of the homies you know share information online and I'm like Okay, I know your kid's favorite color. I know your kid's favorite treat. I know your kid's birthday. I might as well know they social too. I mean, I know they teacher name. I know. Right. So, yeah. So that was another thing. Like when they were speaking about, um, like the, when you post things about your children, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have kids, so I don't really run into that. I do for me, I do have two different social medias. One I have public and one I have private. On my public one, I I post nothing about my like my little cousins or any of that, you know, just because I know that I just don't want to bring any traffic their way because they're young, right. they're teenagers. So I'm just like, nah, not happening. But even when I'm posting like on my private page, and it's like I have to be cautious of posting what they like. You know what I'm saying? Like, because especially like younger ones, because like they were saying, like, you know, now what's kind of popular is like first day of school and this is the child's name and this is the teacher Mm -hmm. and this is the school and this is their Mm -hmm. favorite this and that. So then when you go to that child, you already have the heads up 
Right. On how to and move. I like that example that they gave. They It was a picture of a first day of school. And on there, it was like, oh, it's Billy Bob's, you know, first day of third grade at Zumba Elementary, him and his buddy, Joe, who he plays in soccer. And, and I think, <laughs> I mean, it went on and on and on. It was just too much information. But I think the itch that most parents have is everybody wants to not necessarily flex, but you want to be like, like, Ooh, look at me. Like, look at my kid. My kid is, you know, involved in all of these things. Everybody wants to show and tell, you know what I'm saying? Right. And they're not thinking about, you know, that, like they said, that two way street of accountability, like it's not just the person that's receiving the information. It's the person that's sharing the information has to be accountable too. Right. And so understanding that with this crazy society that we live in, you have to be mindful of, you know, who you have attached to you. You know, if they have, if they're real people, if they're fake people, if they're people in your area, people you don't know, they might try to like do something to your kid or, and your, you know, kids are foolish. You know right. what I'm saying? They don't right. know. They'll just assume because you know, my favorite ice cream color and my teacher's name that maybe you must somehow, you know, be an approved person to talk to me or pick me up from school or whatever the situation might be. So it's like, we have to be mindful of that. I love, you know, a good my kid is doing, but you know, you have to balance that out with safety precautions as well. Right. Sharing. Exactly. And I think on there, um, as far as safety wise, it's like you want to make sure that you're posting the information, but then use the safeguards that are kind of implemented in the apps. Because if you think about it like Instagram, you could share just to a group, a special group of people on your stories. Right. So it's like, okay, pick out your family and friends. And if you want to post a picture that shows what they like and all that stuff to just family and friends, that's mm-hmm. great. But then it's like, use that safeguard that's in the app to do so. Um, versus just blasting it to everybody. You could just post a picture of them in their uniform without anything, noted, you know, any um, right. special background or anything like that. Um, but, you know, so many times it's like the child's right in front of the school and the sign mm-hmm. and what school they're at. It's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> and I, that happened to me. Actually, somebody, and I know I don't ever post where my kids and they still figured it out. And I'm yet to, I'm still trying to figure out, like, how did they realize where my kid is going to school? Mm-hmm. But somehow they recognized, I don't know if it was like a street sign. It didn't say like an address or a name, but maybe the location just looked familiar. Right. Yeah. Background. And they said, oh, does your does your kid go to blah, 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 you know, on my DM? And I was like, you creep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You know like, back up. <laughs> like I ain't seen you in like how, how how do you know where my kid go to school at? Yeah. You know, so it's it's just crazy. And I guess that's one of the reasons why, you know, I have very limited friends on social media. Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, people that I literally do not know. I have like 20 people. So right. right, right. How, you know, so how do you, because you have a daughter, so how do you mm-hmm. safeguard or how do you p- implement things to make sure that, like, say, for example, you know, if you're not picking her up from school, like, what are the safeguards that you have in place to kind of protect her? And um, Well, yourself? my daughter knows that she should not get in the car with anyone. And I mean, anyone 
unless I have specifically told her or mm -hmm. I will email the school or the teacher if the plan changes. So even with like her buddy that she walks home with, even though I trust the mom, trust the family, mm -hmm. she has to call me and get in contact with me before she gets in their car. Okay. And if she doesn't, then she knows to call my mom. Okay. And I put that safeguard in place, not because I don't trust the people, but simply because I need to know where my kid is at all times in the event something happens to her. So for my child, we just have a communication checks and balances. When okay. she comes home every day, she contact me first so that I know that she's on her way home. Regardless of the method of transportation, I just need to know that she's now leaving the school and she's home. Home, right. You know, and the same thing with if her transportation changes for that day, I need to either communicate that directly to her through the school or through via email to the teacher. And then, you know, the information will be disseminated. So those are safety precautions that I have in place. So far, they have worked. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just told my daughter, don't, you know, don't go off script, period. I don't care who it is. You know, even with my parents, they're very much aware if they by chance want to, you know, change the transportation schedule for that day, they have to make it. It has to be communicated in advance. No last minute changes. That's great. Yeah. No, I, that's the world we live in. <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, you right. have to, you, you have to, because sadly, I know when we were younger, I, I don't know, I guess our parents just was walking by faith, but <laughs> no, you know what? My parents actually had a, a system in place. It was my mom gave me a word. And mm -hmm. if you came to pick me up from school and you didn't have that word, I was not to get in the car with you. And it to the point my grandmother came and picked me up one day and she didn't know the word. And I was like, Granny, I can't get in the car with you. And she oh, wow. was so mad at me. She was like, Girl, if you don't get in this car. You better get in this car. I said, Granny, I can't do it. <laughs> My mama said <laughs> she was going to beat me. Like, she was ready to fight me. And then um, we called my mom's job. And that was the only And I was like, oh, okay. And my mom was like, girl, if you don't get in that car. I was like, but you said it. She's like, yes, I'm glad you're listening for once. <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's the, and, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a, I mean, the cell phone is a blessing and a curse in a sense because you know they have the other side of it which is like the online part internet security that's mm -hmm. yeah we, we could definitely get into that because <laughs> yeah yeah because so like with personal devices she is only limited to having them if she's away from home so other than that her devices are turned in so mm -hmm. it's like a security measure i've had to put into place recently with her so she's not allowed to be on the computer um, by herself in her room. She's not allowed to close the door. She's not allowed to have her cell phone in the room any longer. Mm -hmm. Her PlayStation is not in her room any longer. It's in the living room space. Right. Um, you know, I'm constantly doing internet checks through her email accounts. I'm constantly tracking her. I took YouTube off of her phone because there's a lot of, stuff on youtube um yeah i'm constantly just being like sister fbi 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're like, these skills are coming into play. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what you have to do. And it's not to say that she still doesn't have access to information because clearly she does. Right. Um, she's a very smart kid. But at least if, you know, I'm constantly monitoring it, I'm more likely to catch something than to not be involved altogether. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then even just talking about internet safety, even for ourselves, like we need to do better about our passwords. Um, yeah. You know, like we'll have one for like everything. And if we get hacked in one account, then they got access to everything, mm-hmm. you know? So like our passwords need to be stronger. You know, we need to use different ones for different things. Um, but see, and- what had happened was I don't got the, the brain power for all that. They so. got apps. They, have soft- <laughs> they got password manager software and okay. apps for you to put your information in so that you could save your passwords and have access to them so you can make them stronger mm-hmm. and have, you know, and don't have to memorize them, right? Because you want to make it something that's not, it doesn't make sense. Right, right, right. You know, and and you know something else. I think, and I, I'll give my dad credit for this because you know he's he's much older, and he doesn't believe in putting anything in the computer. And I used to laugh at him for years. I would say, "Oh, mm-hmm. it's not that serious." It's you know, but now, well, maybe it is that serious because mm-hmm. because everything is connected. Like, okay, I'll I'll be online searching for something. And then I'll go on to my Facebook page and all of a sudden I'll see an ad for that. Right. But that's because we're not too, we have to be, uh, understand that we have control over what information we give out. So like even on Facebook and Instagram, like we could have our privacy settings on Mm. and making sure that we're not letting people use you know, the information to advertise to us or to get our information. So we we, we have control over that, but they make it really hard for you to find <laughs> and make yeah. it really hard for you to connect. But it's, I think if we like pay attention, like, I mean, we know the common stuff, like when we're searching for things or when we're out and about, like, and we use like a, a public Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. you know, like say you're at Starbucks or you're at a event and they have Wi-Fi. Like on there, you shouldn't be paying your bills or you shouldn't be logging into your um, your um, financial accounts while you're on this free thing because it's not, we don't know if it's secure or not, right? Right. So it's like make, doing that to like just small stuff, like making sure that you're doing that when you're on your private home or a secured Wi-Fi. And then also making sure that when you're browsing that the the at the top when you're putting in the website it is not just it has the s attached to it right so it's the https which signifies that it's secure versus you know not secure or whatever and just like doing that type of stuff making sure you have malware on your computer and you know and that's the stuff that like we like we overlook but that's the stuff that keeps us protected it doesn't necessarily keep it away but at least it notifies us like hey you have malware on your computer that needs to be removed you know right. running so. those scans i know recently i i did a little virus i cleared my catch or 
what do they call it? C-H-C-H-E. Yeah. yeah I cleared yeah, yeah. that and I cleared my browsing history and I actually rebooted my um my laptop. I just factory reset it because I was like, let me just start from scratch because I don't know what's going on. Like <laughs> I just right. you know, it's things like that. Um, of course, obviously through my employer, we always have like safety courses and you know, talking about PII and about ransomware and clicking on links and spam mm-hmm. and phishing, downloading and things, things. right? Downloading things, yeah. verifying, you know, the the authentic, the making sure, like, if someone sends something that it's actually authentic, that right. it's not some type of like, you know, cyber attack. Um, I know also even through Grace, well, yeah, through her school, I know that I noticed they have like digital safety courses. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought that that was kind of great that the school is actually putting things in place to teach the kids the importance of, you know, online safety or, or computer safety. So yeah, yeah, taking advantage of, like you say, the resources that are out there being informed. Um, and then also there was something that I read that I, I thought was really great when she was talking about like cyber stalking and the tips in general. Mm-hmm. And cyberbullying, I mean, obviously their examples were very extreme, but right. very much real because I've had some, you know, people that I've dated in the past that have somehow located me through, you know, social media accounts and no matter how much I try to block them and, you know, create different aliases and things like that, they somehow still, you know, find ways to comment on my pictures and um, still message me. I have people blocked on my cell phone and they still leave me voicemail messages on my phone. Like it's just, it's really creepy. So I did write down a couple of points that I thought would be very good for our listeners in case they didn't have the opportunity to uh, view the red table talk video about cyber stalking and bullying. But the first one that they indicated was go to the police. Now, you know, <laughs> what had happened was, you know, right, you know, you know, go yeah, to the police, you know, even yes. if they can't assist you right away, I think that documenting whatever is happening is always beneficial. Like you can never document incidents too much. Right. You know, um, for two reasons, obviously for your personal safety in case something were to happen, but then for accountability for them as well as public servants. So it's like if something were to happen to you, at least there would be a track record of incidents that your family members or, you know, whoever's closest to you could refer back to to kind of see like a chain of events. Right. 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 So going to the police, that was a good point. Also bringing your device. I didn't think about that because (gasps) I've always relied on like screenshots and things like that or saving the voicemail. And they said, no, like bring the actual device because I guess there's somehow they can track it backwards from the device. Like the location. So if you take a screenshot, they were saying, because it's not the original um, thread, it could be tailored, like it could be doctored, it could be oh. photoshopped, it could be manipulated so that it can't be um, entered as evidence in a sense of like being authentic. 
And so that's the part where I'm like, oh my gosh, so so many times, like I'll screenshot something and delete. Like, I'm like, I don't ever want to know this person again, you know, like, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I want to just erase them from my world. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I've deleted evidence that if ever I were to be attacked or, you know, or something was to come up, like there's nothing because I've deleted it, you know? Right. So that was a good point. I was like, I never thought about that, you know? Yeah. Go please bring your device. Don't delete whatever, you know, if it's text, email, voicemail, whatever the situation would be, just leave it. Um, save it to that to that particular account or device. Um, make sure that you indicate to the police that you feel scared or threatened. And I can understand why that's important because who knows how many calls or reports they receive in an average day. And I would assume that after so many, you think that everyone is just maybe exaggerating or it's not serious. It's not that big of a threat. But if you use those words, that should be an indicator to law enforcement that it's something that requires their immediate attention. Right. It's more than just, oh, someone's aggravating me or getting on my nerves. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I feel my life is in danger. Right. And then also... um, They said you can do like an FBI complaint and then there's an actual website where there's like more information. I would imagine if it gets to that point that, (laughs) you know, that that you're going to need a little bit of assistance. So I'm also an advocate of if you're dealing with issues like this, you really should share it with, you know, somebody that you trust. Yes. um, So that you're not the only one that is aware of what you're going through. And I know that everybody's situation is different, maybe depending on the scenario or the circumstances, people may not want to disclose that they're dealing with something like this, but I'm, I'm an advocate of you have to have somebody, you know, within your circle that you can trust and that you can be transparent with and that you can let them know, hey, this is something that I'm encountering. These are the steps that I've taken, you know, and, and this is my plan to try to address the situation and that's for your protection. Yeah. And just have someone to support you through it. Cause I mean, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to feel like you're going through this alone or it's your fault, you know, cause we live in a world where like everything you post, even if you delete it, it's already in the world. Like there's no coming back from anything that you post because I can post something and you can screenshot it and I can delete it and think, Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. And you could send it or repost it or whatever. And now it's still in the world. You know, and yeah. and and the pictures that we send, like that was a part of the conversation as well. Like, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put a nickel in the meter right there. <laughs> <laughs> put that part in break. Because I mean, it it's did. just like you I mean, oh my gosh, like you know, you're whether you're in a relationship, not a relationship, the innocence of children just being like, oh, we're taking pictures. They think mm-hmm. Snapchat is so innocent. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I can post pictures. I'm sending it to my friend. Oh, it deletes in 24 hours. But people can take pictures. They can take screenshots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... A lot of stuff can get out that you just don't want to happen. It's like, if you don't want everybody to see it, don't post it. Like, don't yeah, just it. don't 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 before we even get to posting, don't share it. Right. Don't yeah. send it. Yeah. Right. Just don't 
don't share it at all. And uh, that part, I'm very glad that I, I caught very early on, probably junior high. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember one of my first little boyfriends with his little raggedy self. Yes. And it wasn't even like anything in a compromising position. It was just a picture that I thought I was cute, you know? Right, right, right. I thought I was cute, but I was probably a little too cute for my mother's taste at that time. Right. And I'll never forget. He sure did. He showed it to his little friends. And, you know, they came back like, oh, we saw you on this picture. And because it just wasn't kind of like the the kind of attire that they would usually see me wearing. Right. So it's like, after that, I said, oh, yeah, Mm-mm. I got the memo real quick. I will never, never, ever share pictures with anyone unless it's my family, you know, and it's like, you know, a group text or something like that. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not doing it. And even on social media, I'm very strategic about what I post, where I post, mm-hmm. Um even of myself, there are sometimes, you know, where I might think I'm cute or whatever, and I have to think about it. Hey, is this that I would want the people that I work with to see? Is this something that represents me well? Is this something that I can live with 20 years from now? Right. Because <laughs> it's going to be here. Yeah. It will be here. Yeah. So we have to be mindful of that. And also, you know, with, with the young people in our life, doesn't necessarily have to be your children, but your nieces, nephews, you know, little cousins. Um, just kind of making them aware, like, it's okay to not expose yourself because we live mm-hmm. in a culture where the the people that expose themselves get the most attention. Right. You know? right. Whether it's the newest challenge, whether it's the newest outfit, the newest... Even sometimes doing hairstyles, which I thought about that this weekend. You know, everybody wants to be a, a, a internet star and a mogul and everybody wants to do the a training. Yeah. yeah, everybody wants to be an influencer. But even in some of those, you're like, you didn't get out the bathroom and put some clothes on? <laughs> right. You want, to put a t- you want to put a shirt on or no? <laughs> Like, what happened to washing your hair in the sink while we in the shower? Right, like, okay. So it's like just being mindful of of personal information being shared, photos being shared, your backgrounds, um, limiting the data that you give and post, Mm -hmm. you know, um, turning off your locations on your camera. That's another thing. Yeah, and that's not even, not just on social media. Let's be clear, because I want to bring into uh, into the chat um, online dating mm. and just how we need to be cautious of what information we share there. Right. Because I was on an app at one point and I, it had a locator, like, because they wanted to know where you are so that they can match you with people that were in close proximity to you. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't think anything of it. You know, that's just how the app worked. Like you couldn't turn it off. Like if you wanted to use the app, that was just part of what it was. And so um, one day I was like, oh, I'm about to go to Ralph's, you know, to go grocery shopping. And this guy was like, oh, you're going to, you're at the one at And I was like, <gasps> I am like in my head, I'm like, I am. And I'm like, oh no, like that scared me. Like, and I was like, delete app, delete app. Because for me, being a woman that lives alone, it's like, no, that is not okay. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's not okay for you to be able to narrow it down just because you're looking at my location. Yeah, that's all bad. That's exactly <laughs> like people could pop up. Like I'm glad he said something because you know, let it be somebody else that's like, oh, I'm gonna just pop up. Right. We in which we we don't do pop. We don't. Pop-ups. We don't do. We, we don't. don't. Yeah. We don't do <laughs> <laughs> You'll pop up to get your feelings hurt. We don't do pop ups now. No, 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 don't do it. So I'm always like, oh my goodness. So that is so important. Like the location, like what information the app is sharing about you and then what you're putting on there. Like I know a lot of people like to put and promote their jobs or, you know, trying to flex their jobs, but it's like, yeah, they whole resume. Like, yeah, like like, don't, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Like we don't need to know where you work or whatever. Cause again, if you say you work at a nail shop mm-hmm. and they're looking at proximity, like your location, they can narrow that down. Or you right. say you work at, you know, something it's like, dude, don't, don't, don't put too much. Don't put more information out there that, that doesn't need to be out there. Right. You know? and, and then also, I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say something else since we were talking about the whole online dating and different apps. Something else that I know I do is if I'm going out, like if especially I always drive my own car, like mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. I get to know you and I know you now like low key different. Um <laughs> AKA crazy. Okay. Right, 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 right. You know, different, aka 5150. Um, yes. I drive my own vehicle, yes. number one. And I always tell somebody where I'm going. Even if it's just like a screenshot of the menu or a text of the location or something, always let somebody know where I'm going. I'm never too grown to have somebody make sure I make it home safe, Mm -hmm. checking up on me. You know, I try to do the same thing with my friends. You know, if we kicking and we hanging out, it's like, no, let me know when you get home. Like, I'm not trying to be in your business. If You know, if you're going to stop, you stop. But just let us know you okay. Because I feel like that's just part of being in relationship is ensuring each other's safety and being concerned about each other, especially since, you know, if, if, if I know you're going home by yourself. Right. Um, So I know that Apple makes it super easy to be like, I call it stalker, but Apple has it where you could turn on your location and share that with people, um, which I think is awesome when it comes to like safety. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Google has that ability as well. Like you can share your location right. or a trip with someone um, so that they know they can track your kind of movement um, mm-hmm. throughout that time. So those are other ways to kind of, you know, let people know where you are <laughs> when yeah. you're out in those new um, experiences. Um and then also, like, for me, too, there's a pointer for me is, like, even using, because, like, we were saying, how when you log on to, uh, like, your Facebook or your Instagram, and it'll suggest, like, people that are in your phone book, right? Yeah. And the issue with that, so I've started to use a Google Plus number. And that I use it for work, too, because I was having my patience like their, their children, you know, cause I will be in communication with their daughters and sons to schedule their appointments and stuff. 
legit pop up on my Facebook as suggested friends or they'll add me and I'm like, no, or they'll request to be my friend. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like we're not mixing that, you know, but the reason why is because my number was attached to my social media. Right. Mm. So I started to give out, you know, for my casual encounters, like online dating and for work, it's like, here's my Google plus number. So that's not attached to a Facebook or Instagram. So you're not being connected to me unnecessarily, you know? Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's a really good point. Cause I actually have a Google number. I use it for a different purpose, mm-hmm. but now that you mentioned it, I think that I'm going to switch a lot of things over. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have had that issue. Actually, I had um, found out about an ex of mine because he popped up on my news feed that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're like, whoa. I'm like, uh, people, you may know, wait, what? Wait, let's just scroll, scroll, scroll. We'll have a conversation about that on, on another episode. But yes, yeah. um, those phone numbers attached to social media accounts will get you caught up. F-Y-I-P-S-A. So if you live in a, a double life, you might want to change your number. Just saying. <laughs> you might want to get a second one. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But that just goes to prove, you know, like how all of these systems are connected and how information can be shared without, you know, you even being mindful of it and how yeah. important it is to really just, you know, stay on alert, stay on guard, protect your information to the best of your ability. Um be intentional, you know, have personal accountability. And then, you know, just always, and something else I think that I'm going to do um, moving forward is make it a point like annually to really like check on all of my accounts. Maybe just make it a point. You know how with work, you have to like change your password, I don't know, 90 days or Mm -hmm. You know, every so often it's like automatic. You have to change your information. Mm -hmm. I don't think we do the same thing. Personal accounts. We only change it if if we forget the password. Like we don't. I agree. You know, so maybe making that a part of, um, you know, my annual maintenance checkup. It's just automatically changing my account information every year. Just to. I I will say my God brother who is in the information security systems uh, type of uh, work. Mm -hmm. And that's what he does for work. He says you should do it every three months. Um, Okay. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. Going through and changing your password. Um, I think he said three months. It was, it was very short period of time. It was a time. It was definitely, I'm like, I don't do that. (laughs) I don't do it enough. (laughs) It makes sense because my employer, I swear, as soon as I remember a password, I'll get an email. It seems like the next, you know, month or so. And it'll say, it's time to change your passwords. I'm like, dude, I just remembered. (laughs) I just got it down. (laughs) And there's so many restrictions to how you change it too. Like it can't be similar. It can't be a variation. It can't be Mm -hmm. like changing it from, you know, my friend number one to now my friend number two. It can't be. No, it has to be. Yeah. So, but it's important because it's like, I mean, this is the way that we operate. And so it's our new, you know, it's what we do. It's how we pay bills. Like I don't write checks. I don't, I haven't wrote it. I don't write checks like at all, like not commonly, you know? So it's like most of my stuff is done online. So I have to be 
I have to look at it like I have to be safe out here. And yeah, yeah. so I think it's a lot of good information. I hope that everyone took something away. Like you said, you were going to take away changing the password. I think for me, my one for sure take home is to be more um, accountability, especially as like in dating. Like I do let people know where I'm going and things of that nature, but just, Mm -hmm. just to speak up on like who this person is, like getting more information on that person just so it's like okay this is who it is because I've heard so many crazy you know and just in general of me posting like if I'm posting like what church I go to or whatever and that's such a public place like I feel like people could just pop up and you know so just really just taking a survey of my my social imprint and kind of what i'm doing now and just fine tuning it and taking you know looking at certain areas and just making sure cuz granted if someone's going to do it they're going to do it right but just to make sure that i'm not giving up too much information right and, and i know another one i will take away is when i post like if I'm somewhere out at a concert or something like that to make sure that I wait until I leave the concert before I post that I was there, Mm. you know, and being consistent about it, you know, or if I'm at a restaurant and I'm like, okay, we gonna, you know, and you're having a good time and you want to share that. And it's like, yeah, but I'm gonna wait until we leave though. Right. Before I actually post it. (laughs) And I think my two takeaways is first understanding that people will notice your patterns So as we have like the holidays coming up, vacations coming up, traveling, just be mindful of, you know, the information that you share. Like if you have your annual Christmas party in Texas, you don't have to tell the world that you're going to your annual Christmas party in Texas. So that Um, people know you're not going to be home. Right. You know, you don't have to let them know, hey, I'm going on my annual vacation to the Bahamas. I'm going to be gone for seven days. I'm going to live my best life. I won't be home. Like, you don't have to share so much. Right, Just limit the data and the information that you give. Um, And then also understanding that unaddressed incidents, like if you are dealing with some kind of stalking, bullying, harassment, um, whatever the situation might be, they can escalate. So I don't think, especially in this age, anybody should take it lightly. If you start encountering negative, you know, interactions online, just attack it, address it immediately so that it doesn't get worse because ignoring it, thinking it'll just go away or maybe not paying as much attention to it just gives the person or whatever it is, whoever you're interacting permission to continue and to um accountable for their actions so that's something for me like you know i've had some weirdos you know come across my path and now i'm not not playing games you know i'm at the stage of my life no we don't play like that Mm -hmm. like if i if i've requested that you don't contact me or if i've blocked you and you're continuing to pursue to you know have interactions with me i'm calling the police on you like, period. <laughs> we're not playing in these streets. We we're we no. not playing. No, mm-mm. not at mm-mm. 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 So Absolutely. just that, you know, I I hope the that our our listeners really kind of take the information that we share today. That we be a little bit more mindful. That we be proactive, um, and that we continue to just you know look out for each other. And as we come across things that'll be helpful, that we share it. 
also with us, you know, if, if our listeners, if you guys know anything that maybe we can share that goes along this lines with safety, whether it be for your children, you know, dating, online, whatever the situation might be, you know, reach out to us. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. So with that being said, everybody be safe. We out. Peace. Thank you for listening to It's the Discussion from me. Hopefully you are leaving here seen and enlightened. If so, please share, like, and invite others to this safe place. Until next time.